0: Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It
1: Up, the Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back
1: to Who It Up, the Mass Singer Podcast! Let's go!
0: Season 7, Episode 2. Episode D. D episode dose. dose. uh so episode neat uh, first off thank you for listening to uh to our uh, our humble podcast yeah. who is that the mass singer podcast if you're new if you're new this season uh welcome we're happy to have you if you're old welcome happy yeah. to have you if you're somewhere in between welcome we are happy to have you So as you probably know we're about to recap uh, mass singer season seven episode two uh no new people this week. It is the same group that we had last week, minus, of course, uh, McTerrier, who was Duff Goldman. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. But I assume if you're listening to this episode, you've probably seen that episode. But a new, uh, New Songs... Uh, some new drama, some new conspiracies, we have all of that for you coming up on this episode. But before we dive yeah. into all that, uh, we're going to do a few uh, housekeeping things that yeah. I believe Lauren is going to start with our new reviews, because I think we right. have two, technically. We
1: do, we do. Um, so first of all, if you have not already rated us on Apple Podcasts, yeah. um, please do. It w- we would greatly appreciate it. If you don't have an iPhone, uh, politely ask to borrow someone's or... Steal it, write a review, and give it back. Yes, Uh, yes, yes, yes. Whatever you would like to do. So you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It greatly helps the show. Oh, yeah. Gets us a lot more visibility on Apple's charts. And more importantly, we are, thanks to you guys, at a 5.0 out of 5, making us, unless there's another 5.0, the highest rated possible... Massinger Podcast on the yeah. Apple Podcast. At the very and that is least. At the very least tide.
0: At the very least tied, At the very the least tied exactly. Yes.
1: So um yeah, so thanks so much. We do have a couple of, I believe, updated reviews. Um so thanks for reaching out to us that way. Uh Hannah Marie Sings says, it's great to have y'all back. I was great so shocked at the reveal last night. Honestly, that was a crazy premiere. Yes. We agree, and we were also shocked. Yeah,
0: there was a lot <laughs> that happened in that premiere. Not as much happened this episode, but plenty to talk about that we'll definitely be getting into in a second.
1: For sure. So and thank then, you for
0: your updated review.
1: Yeah, and then Jamal also, or uh, JMA1111, also updated a review and said, I agree that McTerrier was stronger than both Ram and Cyclops and deserved to stay at least another week. Yes. Yep. Correct. I that is the correct way to feel. I I would say
0: one hundred percent agree. Uh, one thing. Uh, I also was conversing with someone on Instagram. Uh, they messaged us. Uh, this actually might have who who gave us that first review? Uh,
1: Hannah Marie sings.
0: Well, this person is Hannah Purcell M, so huh, could be a similar M. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, we uh, we were conversing. Uh, so shout out to you for for reaching out to us. And uh, yeah, uh, they had a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts about the the new season. And thank you for reaching out in whatever way you do. Um, yeah.
1: We also did just have someone retweet us during our. Um, <laughs> Isn't that sad? We were like, we had one person retweet us during our, uh, we did our live tweeting. Just for, now? Yeah. Who? This episode. I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, they didn't quote it. They just retweeted one of sure. our, one of your live tweet tweets. One of mine? But we Ooh, have been banger. live tweeting the show last week and this week as we watch it, which is of course later than you guys, uh, or at yes. least a lot of you guys. Um, but we are doing it nevertheless. So if you would like to rewatch The Masked Singer or just keep up with our tweets, you can do that on Twitter. We do it yeah. every Thursday. Uh we try and announce the time, but this week I this week I found out I have to be somewhere us. at five thirty AM tomorrow. So yeah. I was like, we need to do this now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. so uh we're we did that then and now we're doing this now. Uh, we have a Patreon, too, where we post we some Massinger content. Uh, some that content link is in our, our description. Some uh,
1: other show, which you, we have not been keeping up with as much, but yes. we have lots of episodes of that other show out here if you yes. like yes, yes, yes. stories and scripts and writers and reading their work.
0: And us, because we're heavily and us. featured. We're there. <laughs> uh, all right. Shall we dive into this episode?
1: Let's dive. So we have another crazy episode yes. going on for you. Yes, we, we have did. some more conspiracy theories that yes. we will get to at the end. Yes. So stay tuned.
0: Uh, but let's start off with just some general notes about the episode. Uh, so same group. And they specifically called it Group A in at least the Hulu description that we saw.
1: Yeah, which is very disappointing to me because yeah. what was the point of doing teams if we're just going to keep the same groups?
0: Yeah. It's like, I guess...
1: I'm confused uh,
0: Yeah. It's weird because at, at the end of the day, the groups are still competing against each other. Yeah. Like if so it's just if like- there are two people in Team Bad, like... You're still like going against each other, you know yeah. you don't have immunity from being eliminated by someone, so
1: it it, is... it seems like the teams aren't going to have any actual function, which is yeah. very disappointing to me.
0: It seems like it's a bit of just like, oh, look at this cool thing we did when it's really just for show,
1: It's just like the same show yeah, yeah.
0: i I would love to see maybe they'll implement something later in the season where they do, but you know i I think it would have been cool to get more of a like just an interchanging of of contestants, and I'm sure. Part of the reason why they don't, why they don't mix up the contestants more is because of like schedules.
1: Yeah, because of availability. Yeah. And they don't want to have to worry about like, oh, we don't know when this person's going to get out. You know, we don't know when we're going to have to do this. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it's possible. It's like I, I feel like there's a somewhat lack of effort going on. With the formatting of the show, especially by season seven, it's like you need to start making some more drastic changes, I feel like, to keep your audience engaged.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, But anyways, I I hope they do something different with it as the season moves on, but as of now, it is same old, same old, besides, oh, look, they're cuddly, they're bad, they're good. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, so they brought, not brought back, because this is technically a new thing, they brought out The Duel this evening.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: essentially the way this episode was structured, uh, all four contestants sang a song, two contestants moved on, two had to go against each other in a duel. Head which, to head. Head to head, which is a bit like the SmackDown.
1: Yeah, but Western themed instead of like wrestling themed. A-, a
0: SmackDown with a new theme. Um, what do you think of this?
1: I thought it was really fun I thought the whole theme like the tumbleweed that went across the stage yeah, yeah. I thought that was really fun Um, I wish they would have sang for longer because we did only get four performances and we didn't get clue packages we
0: got a single clue for each contestant yeah a which was mega a mega clue, clue quote but, unquote
1: but I don't know some yeah. of those were a little questionable
0: yeah I agree I feel
1: like for a mega clue you need to be like I was in this movie
0: yeah, or like yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> but once I, I have a feeling they've had a problem with people guessing people too soon
1: Sure, and so, they're so trying to yeah, cut down.
0: I, I think they're trying to keep it keeps a mystery in it, which like I'm okay with. It gives us less to talk about. But. I
1: mean, yeah, for sure. I was definitely diving back into a lot of old Clue packages, yeah, uh, yeah. or really just from last week. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Um, this week, but I don't know though. I feel like even if you were doing a Clue package, it's like I don't care if you dig up the most obscure stuff. You can be like, you know what. She wore a Valentino dress one time on the red carpet. We're going to put a Valentine in it. Like, I don't sure, care. Sure. Give me clue packages. Yeah. Give me something to do. Yeah,
0: yeah. Especially as content creators of The Masked Singer.
1: Well, it's just, we I don't gotta, know. It's just, gotta, just kind have of like, that's about. the structure of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So, but whatever.
0: Oh, well. Anyways, so uh, that was that. That was the overall structure of the show. Yeah. I liked the duel. I thought, I it, thought was, it was fun. It was a, f- a fun slight change to an already good thing. Cuz like I said, yeah, I wanted I more really I wanted downs. more Smackdowns and they gave it to us just slightly reskinned and you know what? I'm okay with it.
1: I'm okay with it too.
0: I am okay with it. Uh didn't necessarily agree with the people who were in the Smackdown tonight, but we'll yeah. talk about it. We'll
1: talk about it. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. I also uh Eric Stone Street was a guest panelist tonight. Yes,
0: Eric Stone Street was. Yeah,
1: he was here promoting his new Fox show Domino Masters which got <laughs> Way more play than it probably should have, but that's okay. Got an
0: infinite amount of play. <laughs> yeah.
1: He did come out with a domino strapped to his face.
0: Yeah, creepy. <laughs> uh, do you think Domino Masters is replacing Lego Masters or is in addition to?
1: I hope not. In addition to, I think.
0: I can't imagine Domino Masters being more exciting better than, LEGO than Lego Masters. LEGO Masters? Yeah. Like, no way. <laughs> but... As a as a guest judge, I think Eric Stone Street was awesome.
1: He was great. He's he's he, yeah. is, he, he is was a, so fun. A
0: very charming man. He he fit right in, and I think he added a lot to the show.
1: Well, he absolutely clutched the guess of the person he who brought out.
0: He actually really did. I think that might be the biggest clutch we've seen like, from the That's a, the iciest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, from a celebrity judge. It was it was really cool and But
1: he, it definitely yeah. makes sense because they know each other yeah, well. For
0: sure. You know I, I would love anyway. to see Eric uh, back on the show at some point. Me too. As a, as a guest judge. Uh Okay, uh, shall we get into our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week?
1: Well, will we get into our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week? Because it was a repeat, Jackson. It was a repeat.
0: It was yeah, a repeat. It was a
1: repeat from the preview episode. I don't remember what I said in the preview episode. I think I maybe said like seven-ish out of ten. Yeah. But if you didn't watch the preview episode, he was wearing a pretty bright blue suit with like yeah. a white shirt with a big black ruffle. I think the the um collar was black as well on the jacket. Yeah. Um, It had kind of like... I don't know, almost like, sh- not like shakespeare vibes, but you know, it was kind of pirate shirt vibes. Uh, had like, It was open in the front-ish, so like a deep V-neck type of deal. Yeah. Um, you know, I-, I do really like this outfit. Yeah. It's just that i would already seen it.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's-, that's
1: a little disappointing.
0: I agree. Uh, um,
1: that said, we did see some new outfits from the panelists who were not in the preview episode. Well, what's your rating? I- well, I was saying the last time I saw it, I think I gave it like a 7 out of 10. But has that changed? Because mine's gone down. Because it's a repeat. Oh, because it's a repeat. I'm going six out of. ten. Yeah, why not? Five out of ten. Whoa! Do better, Nick. Lauren's don't going repeat outfits. You're rich. Hard going down. You can afford it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're too lazy to put outfits together, pay a stylist. You can afford it. Yeah. It's well, fine. I'm
0: sure they have. a I'm sure he doesn't pick show. out his own outfits. Yeah, yeah. So we're probably actually judging Roasting this person, roasting someone who's <laughs> sorry. We're roasting someone whose entire job it is to costume Nick Cannon. So like, apologies you know for Do that. Do better.
1: Do better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All kidding. Right. I'm kidding.
0: Anyways, I'm sure you're great. But yes, uh, there was a bit of a blue theme for half of the judges.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess N- not. Nicole, Jenny, and Robin did not get the menu. The left, yes. the memo, the left the half menu. of the table.
0: Yeah, um, but Nicole had an interesting like kind of tiger, tiger? leopard. It was like leopard blue. print, but it looked like a tiger. That's
1: what I was thinking on
0: the front of it. But it was blue. It was interesting. It was, it was
1: strange. It was a little strange. <laughs> and then Kid
0: just had a blue bomber jacket on. Which, yeah, which, which you know, I, hey, I
1: he, you know bombers. what, he has. Like, I just imagine him having a massive closet just full of these bombers, and I'm has so to. happy for him for that. Oh yeah, has to. Yeah. Alright, anyway. Uh, shall
0: we dive into our specific contestants? Let's dive. So I say we go through all of them in a row. Like, and then...
1: not the people who got out, even?
0: Yeah. Everyone, we talk about everyone's first performance, and then our clues for everyone except the person who got out.
1: Okay, that's fair. Except for the person who got out. Yes. Sounds good.
0: Okay. So first up
1: is a Well, fire. Wait, won't won't we then know who got out if we yeah, don't have other clues? Oh well. Oh well. Okay. You know. Hopefully you've already you already know if you're listening to this. Yeah, at
0: that point it's far enough in the episode where Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you're listening this far, you don't care about spoilers. <laughs> so let's start off with Firefly. <laughs> yep. More drama with Firefly tonight, but we'll yes, get to that later. We'll get to that. Uh, so Firefly's song choice this evening was PYT by Michael Jackson. Probably, love you, if not P-Y-T. my favorite, one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. I love this song.
1: You know, Jackson, I don't know if you remember, but right when we started dating, he was like, you're my PYT. Oh, <laughs>
0: when cringe. we were 17. Cringe. <laughs> yeah. Boo. He's Laughed like, but I hear this the song. Building. I think about you. <laughs> and it's true, my love. Still to this day. <laughs> Still to this day. But cringe. Cringe lord. <laughs> cringe. cringe lord me. But yes, a great song. Uh, and I mean, Firefly has a great voice. Like, let's be yeah, honest. she does. They're awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um, I will say, this, it felt like, and I maybe I just am not a good judge of this. Did this feel like it was like lower in her
1: range? It Do did. Do you think? I think. I'll have to listen for to it part again. Of she it. might have done it in part of it in the original key.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which like, is, like, cool. Aside
1: from, like, optioning an octave up or something when it got too low. But I think she yeah. did the chorus in the original key.
0: I think so, too. Um, awesome stage presence. Great yeah. voice. Uh, I, I, Once again, I love the song. I didn't feel like it necessarily challenged her vocally. I agree.
1: But I thought it was high energy. Yeah, love the song. Yeah. So I thought it was a good choice for, like, a second performance. I agree.
0: I think if you're going to do a performance like this, you do it second, third week. Yeah. So perfect time to do this. And once yeah. again, still sounded great. Yeah. So don't let me, don't let me, you know, whatever. Anyways,
1: Anyways. Um,
0: shall we go uh, move on to the mega clue? I guess since we didn't have yeah. a clue package. <laughs> mega
1: clue. Yeah. So, so yeah, go for
0: it. Okay. So the mega clue was a picture of uh, the producer that apparently everyone in the music industry has worked with, Pharrell. Yeah. Uh. So uh, Firefly said Pharrell is one of the major keys of my career. Yes. Which, once again, doesn't necessarily tell a lot because Pharrell has worked with a lot of people. However, one thing that I like to point out, Pharrell being one of the major keys. Major key could mean many different things. It could be musically, which I'm sure Lauren is going to talk about. Or it could be DJ Khaled. Because he says that a lot. Yes. That's all I really have to contribute to Firefly. Lauren, we, we kind of tag-teamed. I did some sleuthing. I did some a bit. Slew thing. sleuthing. Lauren has more to talk about with Firefly. I have more to talk about with Cyclops. And And yes. uh, we each have something to talk about with Thingamabob. So go ahead and talk about Firefly, Lauren.
1: All right. Let's talk about Firefly. So... Uh, I'll cut right to the chase. Let's I do it. well, okay. I was looking up. I was like, anyone who has worked with Pharrell Williams, and I found so much. I thought at first because she was singing a Michael Jackson song, and at some points, especially during the chorus, she honestly sounded a little bit like Michael Jackson. Yeah. So I was like, what if it was Janet Jackson? Yep. And, you know, because I thought maybe this is our legend contestant or one of our legend contestants. Yeah. Even though Janet Jackson's not that old, she's like fifty five.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But
1: sure. still, you know, I thought, okay, maybe she she could be good for this. Um.
0: But, and it, it feels like this person could could potentially have a dance background.
1: Sure. Which but, you know, to. I looked up like Janet Jackson, for all Williams. All I could really find was that, oh, he'd originally written these songs that ended up being, you know, Justin Timberlake songs for Michael Jackson. He had originally written this song that ended up being a Britney Spears song for Janet Jackson. Yep. yep. But I couldn't find any instances of them actually working together. So there's no way that he could fill that major key role. Yeah. Because I don't think that for the only clue we got all episode, it's gonna be someone that they kind of adjacently worked with. Yeah, 100%. So I'm thinking, okay, did Pharrell Williams discover someone? And I wasn't seeing a whole lot. There's someone named like Maggie Roberts, I think. Um some, Ro- Maggie Rogers, Maggie Rogers. Um, but I I don't think it's her. I she I just don't I don't really think that Firefly is white. Um yeah. so that was kind of a thing I was like, I just don't think that could be her. But then I came across, I was just like Googling, Googling, Googling. Um, and I came across the fact that Lauren London, the very first thing she ever did when she was like 17, she was in a Pharrell and Jay Z music video of Fronten. Yes. So I was like, okay, that could be, you know, even if it wasn't a huge thing necessarily, that could be like the very first thing I did. I worked with Pharrell. Yeah. You know, and I think that could fill this role. And I went back to some of the old clue packages um, or the old clue package. And um, there was, I guess, Cynthia Riva last week because there was a lot of theater in it. Yeah. Um, And she's British. She's from London. And we saw the um, Apollo Theater on the little playbill. But I thought, well, the Apollo Theater is in London, and her last name is London. Yeah. They're probably trying to lean into us thinking it's someone British, but it could just be someone with the last name London. I went back and thought about, okay, who... What could the tiara be? Maybe she did pageants, couldn't really find anything about that. But then I thought, oh, well, maybe it's just the crown jewels Yeah, in London. Because I also, it, there were like rubies. I couldn't find anything about that either. Also, in the last clue package, there was heavily featured a big picture of Tyler Perry. And Lauren London was in Tyler Perry's Medea's Big Happy Family.
0: Yeah. Do you remember what was said when the picture of Tyler Perry was shown?
1: um i don't i I don't think they said anything it was was just in the the package package? yeah it wasn't after the song makes sense um yeah so i feel pretty good about my guess i feel really
0: good about your guess because a lot of the clues are like not the first thing you would think of in regards to that exactly but still really makes sense so i think lauren might have nailed this firefly guess and uh which would be really cool because i don't know if lauren Lennon has done a ton of singing Truthfully.
1: Yeah. I mean, all I could really find was that um, she is on, she's like the person sort of singing in the background on the Victory Lap album from her late fiance. Um, Yeah. Nipsey
0: Hustle, Yeah. Yes. So it is, yeah, I think that's a really good guess. I really like that guess. Thank you. I think it's strong. All right. Moving on to our favorite big man, Cyclops. Big man with one eye. Cyclops. (laughs) (laughs) So Cyclops sang Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley. Yes. Um,
1: at yes. first, I was like, "eh," but by the end, I think he pulled I it was around. On board. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought he sounded like not like incredible, but he he definitely held his own. Here is
0: is the thing. I imagine that probably has to be one of the hardest costumes ever to sing in.
1: Oh yeah, it's massive because of
0: how big it is.
1: And like, I I almost wonder like how much pressure that puts on his neck. Oh like, yeah, how much he has to physically hold it up or if it just sits up there. And yeah. we could definitely see him struggling with it towards the end of the performance because it was just kind of drooping forward. Yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. Uh, the set was awesome in this. It was I so cool. The set in this one and then like the lights that were in the last performance of his because he had all the lightning and stuff. Like yeah. Cyclops is getting a star treatment, Loki. Yeah. Like Cyclops is really, they're they're pushing Cyclops as we'll, as we'll find out later. They're really pushing Cyclops. <laughs> Why are you protecting him? Maybe they just, like, once again, it probably took a while to make this costume. The physics of this costume, I can't imagine. Yeah, you have to. Another thing, he, like, and I think you might have said this, but he could not keep his head up. No, no. Like, his head was drooping.
1: No, Cyclops looked like, I tweeted this, he looked like he was having a crisis. He looked like he was having an existential "Uh, crisis at the end of this because his head was just, like, staring at the floor. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Although, it, wait,
1: it did kind of look like he was looking down at the dancers, though, you know, since he was so tall. So I don't, I don't
0: know if he has control of where that head goes, I to don't be think honest. he does. I think he's just along for the ride. Yeah. Anyways, so the the mega clue we got for Cyclops, if you're done talking about Cyclops' performance. I am. Was a meteorite. A big chunk of meteorite. Says, legend has it, this meteorite was found in Ken's backyard from a galaxy far, far away. That's where the, um, that's what they said. And then, uh, written on it was this meteorite landed on Earth in
1: 1988. Yeah. So the the point that Ken then made, and um, impressed that he knew this year off the top of his head, if he did, you know. But yeah. um, he said, "Oh, maybe it's Chris Pratt because Peter Quill, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, Star Lord, yeah. um, was abducted from Earth in 1988, according to the comics." Yeah. I I like.
0: I it's like very specific, that creativity. but I don't think it's Chris Pratt. I think it would be hard for it to be Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt is the type of celebrity who would do this, but I think he's too big.
1: I agree. I think he's too busy.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I would be pretty shocked. But my guess, I think, is pretty strong. So I was racking my brain. I was trying to, this 1988, it has to be important. It has to be a, a big moment for this is this, this is a mega clue. Because this is a mega clue. Uh first off far far away galaxy far far away initially made me think of Star Wars.
1: Yeah. That is the whole Star Wars like whole thing. Yeah, but
0: <sighs> it feels too obvious. So something maybe something else far far away. Maybe someone from a country far far away.
1: Oh, maybe... I was I was going Shrek oh. <laughs> direction. Well, <laughs> anyway. He does look like Shrek. <laughs>
0: interesting. He does. But uh, from a country perhaps in Australia?
1: There you go. Maybe.
0: Uh we got a lot of clue we got southeast. In, in some clues and just so, some different things like that. Uh, what about the southeast of Australia? Maybe Victoria, Australia? Perhaps. Perhaps. So if, if any of you are familiar with the Australian soap opera Neighbors, you are probably familiar with one Jason Donovan who got his start on there. Uh, now, he did not start on the show Neighbors in 1988. However, his singing career started in what year, Lauren?
1: I'm going to guess 1988. 1988
0: <laughs> was the year his singing career started. One of his biggest songs with his co-star Kylie Minogue came out in the year 1988. Uh, once again, uh, it would make sense with like sort of the map clue I think would make sense because you have an island, Australia is an island, etc. Uh, we Last last week's clue package, once again, we're having to pull from last week. Uh, we saw a comic book and he was on a mini-series called The Heroes. Uh, that was. And I think he won an award for it, actually, for being on that. Um... Uh, he also now I couldn't find it because there are actually a bunch of big stars in it. I just I just couldn't figure out which character he was. Uh he voiced a character in a movie called Conference of Animals. Now, if you recall in Week One, there was a uh, a tortoise or a turtle with a cowboy hat on, and there's right. a tortoise in <laughs> in that movie. I don't know if he voices him. However, just a thought. So, I think the only thing is like There's no hint of an accent in this person. He could be doing an American accent, though, to just throw us off. So, I think my guess right now is Jason Donovan.
1: And that's smart. I had to go back and look at... I was like, who did I guess last week? And I guessed John Goodman. And he was in a space alien movie. So,
0: Know. He was John. Maybe look up John Goodman.
1: Nineteen. Yeah, let me let me do that, John. So I I put most of my uh work into Firefly and uh, Thingamabobs. Yeah, so Like, sorry, a, guys. like <laughs> I said,
0: uh, Lauren and I sort of kind of tag this. team
1: these. Yeah.
0: Well, uh Roseanne started in
1: nineteen eighty eight. Well, that is what he's most well known for.
0: It really is. So we're
1: keeping John Goodman on the roster, we're, we're folks. Keep, we're
0: <laughs> keeping John Goodman in our minds.
1: We're keeping him on lock. Um. Who was our Keeping next? Keeping on avail.
0: Our next <laughs> contestant. Lauren? Our
1: next contestant. Well, mm. we can
0: talk about their first performance.
1: Okay. Our next contestant was Ram. <laughs> Ram.
0: Ram. And Ram sang another banger, uh, "Learn to Fly" by the Foo Fighters.
1: So good. So good.
0: Uh, what did you think of the performance?
1: I thought the performance was was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I okay. wasn't like blown away, but I I really love this song.
0: Yeah. It's a great song. I think it was a solid performance. Yeah. Definitely a solid performance. Again,
1: good for a second performance. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Do you want to talk about the mega clue
1: now? Um We can talk about it. We don't have sure. to get into it, but we can say what it was. Also, he um he seemed to clearly know Eric Stone Street. Yeah, Stone Street. I was yes. like Stonewall, no. Uh, Eric Stone Street, he referred to him as Old E over there. He kind of kicked yes. in his direction. Yes, he did. Um, And his mega clue was Nick Cannon walking out with an envelope and going, and the Emmy goes to Ram. Yes. And Ram said, I'm going to add this to my collection. Yes.
0: So theoretically, someone who has Emmys.
1: Yeah. Also, A- Kate Hudson came and was like, get it, Ram. Yes. Cheers. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay.
0: That's all we're going to talk about Ram for now, and you'll figure out why later.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you don't already know.
0: Yes. Uh, so let's move on to Thingamabob for our last performance of the first round of this evening. Yes. So Thingamabob, saying Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Honestly, all the song choices I thought were awesome tonight. I agree. They were all songs that I love. And so. he killed this.
1: I think I liked his first performance better, yeah. but he still killed this.
0: Uh, Thingamabob is definitely my favorite so far. And it, yeah. if it's the person who I think it is, they're going to even be my favorite even more because I think... The person who I think it is is extremely underrated as an actor and as a performer. So we'll see.
1: And I think the person who I think it is would just be really fun. It would and be I'd be wild. so impressed with his singing voice if I, it was him.
0: Yeah, I think Lauren's guess definitely makes more sense. Like, with just the clues and his size. Size-wise, for sure, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, how about you start us off with who you think you're thingamabob might? My- well, I guess let's talk about the mega clue first. Yes. So the mega clue was uh, four men in black coming out with shields. Uh, this person said, I left my trident backstage, but I still wanted to rock these shields to show America I am ready for battle.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we got shields, we got rock, we got trident, all in that mega clue. Mm-hmm. So I figure we need to connect it to something with shields. It's connected to probably The Rock and connected to a Trident. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking of a former wrestler, now turned actor. Not The Rock though. Yeah. Also not John Cena. Yep. Um, who has done stuff with Marvel and is about to be in a movie with Jason Momoa. Yes. Dave Batista. Yep. Okay. Dave Batista is 6'6". I think that is the perfect height for this. He's a big He's boy. He is a giant. Yes. Um. Yeah. So Dave Huge Batista, man. uh, you probably, if you don't know him as a WWE wrestler, you know Batista. Um, you probably know him as Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. What are you looking at, Jackson? You just cringed.
0: No, that wasn't a cringe. That was like a. It's like good for me for my guess, but continue.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You were like, ah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um. Well, anyway. Obviously, The Rock was also a WWE wrestler turned actor, so that could be you know rocking this. Um, The Shield is could probably be a a wrestling thing, the famous tag team The Shield, Mm -hmm. or it could be like Captain America, The Shield. You know, Agents of Shield, um, just like Marvel Avengers, big Avengers vibes there. Yeah. Um, And then, like I said, he's about to be in a buddy cop movie with Jason Momoa that was announced, I believe, last year in August. Yeah. Um, so all good things with that, you know, I don't think it's straight up Jason Momoa. I think that would have been too, especially because we know this person's definitely going to go far. Um, I think that would have been too early to guess Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, okay. Some other stuff with Dave Bautista. Again, I dove back into some old stuff. So, um, we have the bulldog, right? So Nick Cannon's bulldog costume showed up in last week's clue package for Thingamabob. And Dave Bautista, which is actually kind of cool, he adopts a lot of abandoned bulldogs that are like in shelters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And his last clue package was very like kind of save the thingamabob ASP- ASPCA kind of themed. So I think that it would really fit. Yeah, that this with him just vibes wise because he is really passionate about saving pit bulls, mm-hmm. bulldogs, even though it's not quite a bulldog, but still. Um, Related. (laughs) Yeah, there was also a Hotel California Christmas ornament. Now, obviously, a big Hollywood star in California now, even though he's originally from D.C., Um, but he was also in a movie in 2018 called Hotel Artemis, Um, and he talked about how he's out of his natural habitat, which would make sense because he, again, rose to fame as a WWE wrestler and is now a more traditional actor. Yeah. Okay, I definitely also had... Something else, I talked about the Buddy Cop movie. Oh, and then the only other thing I was going to talk about uh, that I, yeah, that's the only other thing I think I had. Um, Yes, the only other thing I had is that we saw a tackle box in the last clue package and I was like, Dave Batista fishing. Of course, he was in that Disney Plus commercial that was literally everywhere for a few months yeah. where he was fishing.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dave Batista. All right, I Drop think the mic. I really do think lo- the only thing holding me back is like I, I don't know be, if he can sing like that. I would be shocked <laughs> if he could, just based off his speaking voice,
1: for sure. But, but I also think I would too, love to see it. Where I I can hear I feel like just a little bit of kind of vocal fatigue in his voice, especially this week. Yeah. That I think could come from someone who isn't necessarily that old, but has yeah. cut a lot of promos in his day.
0: Sure, sure. So my guess is definitely a little different. Definitely someone less known, but like I said, someone who I actually think is an incredible actor and who should should get more play. So I, I hope this is him. So uh, I was thinking of the mega clue this week with, with the Shields and with the Trident. I was like, this feels like someone who has been both in Marvel movies and in DC movies. So I looked it up and there are a few people. Uh, fun fact, Ben Affleck is one of those people. Oh, Do yeah? you know what the first... Uh, what the Marvel movie that Ben Affleck was in. It's a bit of a throwback. I don't know, man. The old Hulk. <laughs> he was in the 2003 Daredevil movie. What? Yes, he played Daredevil. Anyways. Huh. Uh, so this other person, whose name you might not recognize, but whose face you probably will. Jaiman, Jaiman Hansu. So uh, he's an actor who's 57, by the way, who looks incredible for 57. He looks like 30. Yeah, this man could easily be in his 30s, maybe 40s, but he's actually 57. That's crazy to Anyways, he was born in West Africa and actually moved to France when he was young. Uh, He started off as a model, but then he he turned into an actor. So uh, he has played um, the character of Korath in a bunch of different Marvel movies, including um guardians of the galaxy and captain marvel captain marvel i feel like works with the shield sure and then this one actually i think is good so he was in aquaman and at first i didn't know who he played in aquaman but uh guess who he what his character was colloquially called in aquaman
1: Uh, the trident
0: the fisherman king
1: oh he has Ooh, a trident, box. and the
0: tackle box makes okay, sense. He's okay.
1: also, obviously,
0: he's from West Africa, so maybe the clue of him being, you know, what, what was it? Out, of, out his, of his natural habitat. Out of his natural habitat would make sense. I, I haven't really fitted all the other clues with him, but I think it's a good guess. The only thing, and I could hear him having this voice, too. Like, I think yeah. he has a smooth enough speaking voice that I could really hear this. He's not that big. He's like...
1: He's over 6 feet. Yeah,
0: he's like 6'2". He's between 6'2 and 6'4 from what I've seen. If he's actually 6'4, I could see it. If he's closer to 6'2, it would be a bit of a stretch. However... I I like the guest because I think it's someone who's like...
1: I think that's a good guess Whose
0: face you would recognize, whose name you might not recognize, and who it would be really cool to hear have an awesome voice. Yeah.
1: Also, just another credit that you told me about that you didn't mention is mm-hmm. he was not a Fast and Furious movie. And yes. there was, yeah, a Fast and Furious clue yes, in the with, preview. Yes, with
0: The Rock and everything. So, yes, I think uh, he was a Furious 7. Yeah. So, very well could be.
1: And you might have also recognized him in A Quiet Place Part 2.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, look him up. It's... Uh, his name is spelled D-J-I-M-O-N-H-O-U-N-S-O-U. Once again, you'll probably recognize his face. Yeah. Uh, great actor. And I mean, it would be great if things. he was on
1: this because, you know, I think that like while he has clearly been in a lot of stuff, he's not really a household name. Yeah. So I think that this could get him there.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. So those were that was the end of our first round. Whew. So let's get to who was sentenced to a duel.
1: <laughs> sentenced to a duel. All right.
0: All right. All right. Drum roll please. Our first one
1: was Firefly.
0: Firefly.
1: Are you joking?
0: What does Cyclops know that they're protecting him so hard?
1: Well, and the thing is, you know, you definitely hinted at Cyclops was not the other one. The other one was Ram. Yes, yes. But Firefly and she, she was surprised too. She was, walked off. Stage. She was angry.
0: That was our drama. That was so, our yeah, drama. When she Firefly was, was announced to be in the duel, she immediately walked off stage. She Obviously, said,
1: I don't think so. Yeah,
0: being upset, angry. And eventually she came back, eventually she participated in the duel, but uh, I probably, I do not blame her. No. I really don't.
1: She literally heard Cyclops and went, are you kidding me? Now, I, I could,
0: the only thing, if Jason Donovan is Cyclops, I could kind of see him, like, because he's technically a singer not even technically he is a singer maybe they want to be like oh well he might be able to do more you know we want to give him an opportunity sure maybe but you also have a theory don't you people
1: aren't supposed to be the people making the decisions so my theory is that this whole episode was one big promo for domino masters because yeah yeah. okay well wait we should probably talk about the smackdown because it won't make sense for me to talk about this until we know who you know talk about who the person was yes 100 percent. all right no not the smackdown the oh, duel! The duel.
0: Excuse the duel. So, me. So, like made him we take mentioned, ten
1: paces and everything.
0: Exactly. I think it was cool how they presented it. Yeah. The ten paces, yada yada. Um.
1: Uh, they've got to get Ariana DeBose to like come out and be the bullet. You know. There you go. Like in Hamilton.
0: Uh. So, uh. Ram started us off with the duel and sang "Take Me Home, Country Road" by John Denver. Take Another me banger.
1: Home.
0: Another banger.
1: Oh yeah. And you know, I good. It was good. Fine. Good. You know that had me thinking though. I was like. Just based on like his how he was standing and stuff, yeah, and being like, okay, this song was famously in Kingsman 2. Yeah, what if it was Channing Tatum? What if I was frantically googling? She was, yeah, it was not Channing, Tatum, a
0: frantic, Googler. but still. it was not. Uh, then Firefly is saying God is a Woman by Ariana Grande, another banger. And just,
1: I wish they would have been longer, I wish they would have yeah. done like regular mass singer cut lengths of these songs.
0: Yeah, they probably sang like 45 seconds to a minute yeah. max
1: because we didn't get clue packages, we
0: didn't. Uh, but another banger, and she killed it, and it's, once again, how did she get off? How? <laughs> yeah. How, or not get off, because she didn't. Spoiler. But, um. anyways. So, like we said, like we've alluded uh, to this whole episode, our person eliminated was... Ram. 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 So, once again, we don't really have any other clues to talk about, Um. so should we just say who it is? I mean I mean
1: yeah I guess well first of all maybe we can talk about how um Eric Stone Street clutched this Eric
0: Stone Street did clutch this all right. So we had a lot of football clues especially in the first package even in the yes. even in the original clue and obviously you know me I thought it was Christian McCaffrey I was really hoping it was Christian McCaffrey Yeah but Eric Stone Street said I couldn't recognize this person's singing voice but I know their speaking voice very well and there was a point in when they were singing "Take Me Home, Country Road," where they like they just said speak. a line, and so Take me home. Eric Stone Street said who he is good friends with, and who it ended up being to be Joe Buck. Joe Buck. If you don't know who Joe Buck is, Joe Buck is a, a sports broadcaster for Fox. Uh, famousl,y does uh, a lot of football games with Troy Aikman. He also famously calls the World Series as well. So probably. One of, if not the most famous sports broadcasters out there. Yeah. Did you recognize him? No. Okay.
1: You but might- I also looked it up. He has like eight Emmys, so this would certainly Correct. be adding it to his collection. Yeah.
0: So if, if you if you watch a lot of football or baseball, you probably recognize him. So it was Joe Buck. Um, so the football clues were football. It was just... Not tangential. a player. Uh,
1: what so that's the- smart. That's kind of more. I-, I expected it to be something like that. What did the six
0: mean? I can't remember. Did they say?
1: Oh, the six. Maybe they I don't think they said. Anyways, uh, let me look. Um, Joe Buck.
0: It was cool because I think Joe Buck actually played the part well. Like I think he played the part of like a, a, a football player or an athlete or something. And which definitely threw me off, as you all know. But uh, yeah, I think people go back and forth on on whether they like Joe Buck or not. But I think it's undeniable that he's probably one of the best sports broadcasters in history. So you got to give him props for that and props for doing The Masked Singer because that's fun. Once again, and we'll, Lauren will talk about The Conspiracy in a second because I know she wants to yeah. talk about it.
1: I do need to get into that. I'll look up
0: that. You talk about The Conspiracy.
1: Yeah, I was trying to see something about Game 6 of...
0: The World, the World series, series maybe? like him using
1: a specific phrase. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Anyway, whatever. Okay, conspiracy. Here we go. Yes. So I think this whole episode was one big promo for Domino Masters, like I said. Now, Joe Buck is now on Domino Masters with Eric Stone Street. Yep. So I think they brought Eric Stone Street on, being like, okay, he's going to talk about Domino Masters a lot, and we're going to get the other person on Domino Masters out this week. Yep. But the problem was. They couldn't put Cyclops and Ram in the Smackdown because otherwise people have been like, no way Cyclops is gonna get out. Or no way Cyclops is gonna stay in. Yeah. As opposed to Ram. So they had to put someone in the SmackDown or in the duel who was better than Ram. Yeah. So that Ram would get out. And I do think it's, you know, it's ridiculous that Firefly ended up in the duel in the first place, but I think it's easier to mask like Oh, when it's up to four people, you know, one of the panelists even said, well, you could only vote for one if all these people voted for Thingamabob going for the best singer. And then some people voted for, I don't know, Cyclops as a joke or because they like the costume or something, yeah. you know, you never know. You never know what the studio audience is thinking. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's, <coughs> you know, I think it's easier to play off Firefly getting into the duel yeah. than when it's just down to Cyclops and Ram Ram losing that to Cyclops. Yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah. So maybe they should have brought Eric Stone Street on next week so it would have made a little more sense. Maybe. Um yeah. if we're going to stay in this group next week, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's what happened. I think that they were like, "Well, we need to line this up while Eric Stone Street is here and get him out at the same time so we can really land some promo for Domino Masters because I mean, I had never heard of this show until now and you know, Lego Masters, I feel like, has a certain pop culture appeal that maybe Domino's doesn't.
0: Yeah. 100%. So,
1: you know, so I think that they probably felt like they needed this promo and they needed it to line up on the week that Eric Stone Street was there. So yeah. that's that's what I think happened.
0: I definitely agree. I think it is. Also, Joe
1: Buck seems like he's probably a busy guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think it is kind of funny because obviously they filmed this like a little bit in the past, but actually, Joe Buck and troy aikman both are leaving fox to go oh, really? work for espn now yeah espn that's gave them a, a massive contract to, to leave so kind of funny but they got poached yeah they did get poached um anyways uh that's all i got is that all you got
1: i think that's all i think that's all we have yeah so have thank too. you so much for listening uh let us know if you agree with some of our really in-depth guesses this yes. week as wrong as they may be <laughs> as
0: wrong as they may be let us know we'd really appreciate it yeah. and uh we'll see you next time on
1: with up the mass singer podcast let's go